Okay, this is Outsiders and the other one. Blow me. Blow me. (laughs) Welcome to The Clean Slate with your hosts, Daniel Garza and Carson Phillips, providing you with movie news, reviews, and more. Sit back, relax, and don't forget to go to the concessions to get your popcorn and drinks. For your entertainment, this is the Clean Slate Podcast. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Dan's Vlogs. Dan's Vlogs. Dan's Vlogs. Darkness Descends. <laughs> Crossover. With the Clean Slate. Anyway. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Clean Slate <laughs> Podcast. Thank you so much, Justin, for that amazing intro. I don't know how long we're going to keep thanking you, but we are incredibly thankful. No, we're, we're, I'm done thanking him. This is the last time. <laughs> Alright, this is it. You heard it here first, Justin. Um, okay, guys. So we're going to jump right into our finale of the 80s movies. There's a lot of movies that we wish we could have watched and mentioned in here, but for the sake of time, we just did not have it. And we, I think we picked some pretty good ones. Some pretty good. I like um, these last two. Whoever picked these last two, man, that's smart guy. <laughs> these were Carson's smart, picks. handsome devil. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah, I've never seen either of these movies. Yeah, so I've never seen is, them. These were both first watches. This is Outsiders and Blowout. Blow me out of the water because this out. is such a great movie. <laughs> it did blow me out of the water. Blew me out of my socks. <laughs> All right, let me get the log lens. Specifically that John Travolta. Which one do you want to do first? Off mic. Okay. Did you know Cut that there's out. a theory that John Travolta's gay, but he's like can't come out because of Scientology has like blackmail on him or something? Damn. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Okay, do you want to do blowout first? Yeah, let's do blowout first. <laughs> All right. I feel like we're All heading right. that way. So we're going to be talking about a little movie called Blowout. Uh, is this a De Palma film? De, De Palma? De Palma? Is that how you say his name? Yes, Brian De Palma. Shh, look at me. Um, yeah, so this is a cool movie starring John Travolta. And I don't know if Nancy this is pre-Scientology days John or not. Lithgow. This is pre-Tom Cruise, though. So he was still at peak Scientology. He was the main guy for a minute here. Yep. Uh, <laughs> he was, he was but, the face. <laughs> He was the face. Yeah, this was before Battlefield Earth came out. If you've seen that movie, you're a real one. Um, Okay. We're going to get canceled by the Scientology people. Probably. They're on their way. Dude, they listen. So we should actually tag them in this. That'd be really fun. Yeah. At Scientology. Just the whole religion. (laughs) If we tag Christians. dope religion, At Christians when we do (laughs) Christian movies. Yeah, we should we start tagging whatever religion is associated with each movie. <laughs> we should do a religion series. That would be interesting. Okay, cool. So let's read the log line for Blowout. A movie sound recordist accidentally records the evidence that proves that a car accident was actually a murder and consequently finds himself in danger. Ooh. Sweet. What if that happened to us? Like I'm recording the podcast. Yeah. And then we record. And see a car blow up. Yeah. That'd be cool. So if you haven't seen John Lithgow or heard of him before, he's in Daddy's Home 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good pedigree. That's a good pedigree. He was actually on a Broadway show 
a couple years back. He was on Broadway. Did you see it? No, but Rebecca and I were at Jimmy Fallon at the same time he was promoting for the Broadway show, and so we saw him get to come out and talk about it and stuff like that. That's funny. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, Who does he play again in this? He's the um. He's the, the serial killer. He's right? the assassin. Yeah. Or, or the new. Yeah. Yeah. So this movie is like. It's not a horror film, but it has some connective tissue to that genre i would say yeah it maybe it would fall more under like a thriller right yeah i would say the movie in general i would say it's probably about uh it's like a a thriller noir kind of movie yeah it definitely has the noir we were talking about this where it has kind of that noir vibe like a more modern take on it i guess i guess you would call it a neo-noir yeah Um, cool movie though so should I give them a little plot rundown? Yeah, go ahead. So I would say if you're not familiar with this movie or you've never seen it, I think it's an easy watch, to be honest. Yeah. It's short runtime, very entertaining, good performances. I think Daniel and I agree on this, that you should just watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're looking for an oldie you haven't seen, and maybe you find John Travolta attractive. This could be a good, you know. <laughs> I mean, he is pretty attractive in this If you're movie. into him. Yeah, yeah, he's not. He's all right, you know. Why well, you're just jealous? Those black hair. And you're just jealous because he rocks the flow better than you. I know. I do have John Travolta hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, I don't remember his character's name, but he Jack does all the foley work for. Is it Jack? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay, so he does all the foley work for horror films for like B movies. And one night he's just out being kind of a creeper, honestly, just recording random sounds, re- recording a couple on a date. Very weird. Yeah, but um, it didn't get weird until that. He part. actually, <laughs> yeah, it got it got weird. And he's kind of weird throughout this movie, if you really think about it. Uh, he's a quaint fellow, but he ends up seeing this car after a big bang. This car like crashes in the water. He jumps in. He's able to save the girl who was in the passenger seat, but the guy's dead. He's super dead. Yeah, he drowns. And you find out he was a pol- this guy was a political figure. Mm-hmm. And basically, I'm going to dumb it down a lot, but basically there's this whole thing where he's using his audio and he wants to come forward and be like, hey, I don't think this was just a car accident. I think they were shot at, you know, the tire, causing the tire to blow out. Ha-ha. Mm-hmm. But, um... They're trying to cover it up. They're trying to say this girl wasn't even in the car. Yeah. And there's an assassin who's trying to cover up all the tracks and kill the girl. You find out the girl was actually being paid to date this senator guy. Yep. As blackmail, because that's what she does for a living. Her and her, I don't know if it's her husband or pimp or whatever he's supposed to be. Um he's like using her as blackmail, like professional blackmailers. Yeah. So yeah, there's all this stuff going on and yeah, it gets intense towards the end, but that's the general gist of it. Yeah. And there is a pretty good, uh, well, is it a plot twist? I guess. I mean, it's a very there's climactic. Ending I, I feel to like it. the plot updates like with new information pretty quick. Cause like you don't find out she was trying to blackmail him until like halfway through the film. Yeah. And you're like, Whoa, that's Th- kinda that crazy. was a pretty cool. Um, note uh, yeah so do you want to get into likes and dislikes yeah I mean my only dislike 
is you just got to make sure you're awake for some of these older movies because at first I was a little tired, so I actually took a break and didn't watch it until wow. the next day. Wow. No, I just turned it off. I don't. At least I don't work while watching stuff. <laughs> Daniel, um, I try to give movies the attention they deserve. Yeah, well, none of us have time so, for that. You, never mind. I find time. I make time. <laughs> okay. Um, and so I ended up watching the movie the next day. But yeah, so the, it is a little bit slow at times. But that's pretty much my only complaint. Like, at first, I didn't love the acting of the main lady. Sally. But again, I think it's one of those cases. Yeah. I think, again, for her, it's one of those cases where that's just honestly the character. I think she's yeah, supposed she to be a little Yeah, she definitely plays a damn flighty and dumb. Yeah. 100%. And, yeah. And then, honestly, John Travolta's character is really weird, too. Mm-hmm. But I think it's intentional. I don't know. There's The characters in this are very unique which I kind of ended up digging and the plot is super unique. I haven't seen anything like this before. Like I know it sounds like a million things you've seen, but just the way it unfolds is so unique. Yeah. Um, there's a cool 4th of July moment towards the end with fireworks. And yeah. Stuff. That it's shot was amazing. Fantastic. Fantastic. I actually got a little teary eyed during the final scene just because I was like, cinema is the best. I love movies. <laughs> yeah, it really I, is. <laughs> this is like one of those movies that reminds you why you love movies mm-hmm. for me. Uh, and, and those are rare. And when those come, you're like, oh. See, I felt that I way about this. Outsiders. Same. No, I, I had a – if I would have watched these two back-to-back, I think I would have stopped watching movies for like a, a month. <laughs> because the two together would have been killer. Yeah. Um. Okay, cool. D- uh, all right. So I think pretty much the same for me with likes. I think it's a great plot. The camera work is good. Camera work is decent. I didn't mention yeah. that. And it's, I think just overall, it's a very good, solid plot. There's not really any plot mm-hmm. holes in this to where, like... No, it all works very concise. Yeah. and it's very grounded, too, I believe. Mm. And it's, it's real. it feels realistic. Like, I feel like this would happen. Yeah, and I, f- I definitely think you can get on board of John Travolta's character. Like, you, you've, you've seen that thing before where nobody believes you or you have to, like, present something a certain way, otherwise... The world is not going to believe what you have to say, whatever. It's just like a, mm-hmm. you know, a very high stakes movie, which makes it really compelling. The Me only when I saw that UFO. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the only complaint I have of this movie really is just the title blow up. I think it's kind of a dumb title. <laughs> there could have been a cooler title. Yeah, 100%. But blow out is such like, <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> Stop. You're like, what did Carson pick? Yeah, really, I was. I was like, and just thinking of it, I was like, what What else could they have named this movie? Like, they could have named it... Tire Pop. <laughs> but it's just like... I mean, I get it, but it's also... It's... it's it's <laughs> This movie is kind of like a Nightcrawler to me. That's what it felt like. He's, you know... Dude, it kind of is like proto-Nightcrawler. Yeah. Anyway. You're right. But... I think the the ending is so satisfying. Blowout walked. <laughs> so Nightcrawler could run. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this movie does have a really satisfying ending. And I think you guys should I, all... I told you, dude. Yeah. It, it, I don't think it's actually slow in the parts that you think it's slow. No, I think I was just tired. Yeah. And which is... I mean, it's fine, but it, it's, it it's pretty good. The flashback scenes... 
you know how they do the whole like his backstory yeah right i would watch that as a separate movie that was so interesting <laughs> to me. like did that was that super captivating to you or was that just yeah me? no 100 percent. and i was like is this gonna tie in it doesn't but i loved it <laughs> i don't I, it was like necessary info for some reason uh yeah anyway but that's all i got on this movie it's a really good watch uh i enjoyed it you should it's great kick back and and watch it one day it's a good Fourth of July movie, honestly. Yeah, very American at the end for some reason. Um, what's we call it? So this is in Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's cool seeing movies about different cities besides New York. From like, yeah, besides New York, <laughs> but also like from like a cer- a specific time period. Yeah, because it's almost like a time capsule to what those cities used to be like. So that's kind of neat if you're into that sort of thing. And now the. St- Gore is like kind of funky, which would never fly for this kind of movie nowadays. So that's kind of fun too. It has a cool score. Oh wait, I I was gonna say that that is actually another dislike that I had. The score was you didn't like the funky score. No, it sounded like Rocky mixed it's, with like a random yeah. military eighties <laughs> no, movie. <laughs> but I like so I acknowledge that it does take you out of the movie somewhat. <laughs> but I kept thinking like, if someone did this nowadays. They, it wouldn't happen. You couldn't no. do it. Yeah. So I was like, respect. You know, and it made me want to do that. Also, okay. <laughs> Just for the sake of the, doing it. The first half of the score is god awful. That's the one I couldn't stand. The second half of the score, I, I liked it a little bit more. The, I was the like, main okay, theme is, is cool. Yeah. So. Like, I would listen to the score, but do I think they could have had a different score for this movie? Yeah. Yes. But would I listen to it just to listen to it? That's also like a true <laughs> fact. I would. Anyway. Um, All right, let's get into Outsiders. Yeah, so guys, that is that is Blowout. Go check it out on a rent. I think it's you can rent it. It's only like three bucks. Yeah, if you're really interested. It'll be in on it. Netflix or HBO at some um, point. Oh, no, too. but this is on YouTube. That's what I was going to say. I watched this actually on YouTube. Oh, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah, and it's yes. for free on okay. YouTube. You just it, Hey, it's pretty good quality for a YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. There's also a Criterion Collection version of this, so if you're a physical media person, that's you what it, see some cool special features. I was going to say that's technically what it is from <laughs> it's a criterion collection on youtube yikes okay <laughs> that's interesting um cop that got past copyright people uh yeah pretty much want to talk about outsiders yes sir all right so this one is a movie that one of my friends has been pushing us to watch for many many months which friend uh quentin and he really wants, oh, okay. yeah. He he really I'm wanted us to watch this movie, so I I finally threw it in there. You're, You're welcome, Quentin. I picked it. It was on my list too, but I picked it for Alyssa and Quentin. Oh my god. Anyway, okay. So this so is I'm actually the real friend. The Quentin. Outsiders. Uh, logline: the rivalry between two gangs, the poor greasers and the rich socias only heats up when one gang member kills another member. Ooh. So... Are you Johnny or am I Johnny? I am... Well, Am I Pony Boy and you're Johnny? I think I'm Johnny. Who's who? And you're Pony Boy, for sure. Oh, bro. Yeah. I feel like that's an insult for some reason. Actually, I would I like kill that. somebody for you. I, so... And you would save that's, orphans. That's sweet. <laughs> He's so tiny in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Okay, guys. So this is literally the most star-studded '80s movies cast I've ever seen. Literally everybody. Matt in it. Dillon like, oh, is in it. 
Ralph Macchio, the Karate Kid, Patrick Let's Swayze, go. Rob Lowe. Let's go. Emilio Estevez. Let's go. Rob Lowe? Yeah. His Tom voice Cruise. in this is weird. Glenn Withrow. Okay, who was Tom Cruise? He is one of the friends of um, Pony Boy's brothers. One of the little friends, right? Yeah, he's like oh, no, scrawny. He's no, so when they're all walking oh, like, to that final fight, he's on the very right side. Oh, so he's not in it that much. He doesn't he, interact that much. He has like I think three or four solid scenes, but yeah, he's barely in this movie. Okay. Patrick Swayze, though. Okay. Also, though, Rob Lowe in the eighties, he, so he's attractive. In this movie. I was like, way more. He looks weird now. So I paused it on him, and I was like. Is that Rob Lowe? And I was like, he sounds cooler than he normally does. Yeah, dude, I did the and same he thing. He looks <laughs> way cooler. He looks way cooler. I'm like, who does this person turn into? I'm like, oh, this turns into Rob Lowe. Yeah, I was like, that looks like Rob Lowe. And then I looked on IMDb it's and then crazy. I saw everybody else that's in this movie. I was like, wait a second, Ralph Macho. It's also strange that like so many careers started with this movie, right? Oh, yeah. And then they all went completely different directions oh, or disappeared. Yeah, pretty from much. Movies. Matt Dillon, I've, uh, he's not... Francis Ford Coppola directed this, which that's significant. Okay. Two. You know, The Godfather. Yes. Okay, Paco's I just now. had to look at that. A lot of great movies. Yeah, so it. I don't know why I was surprised that I liked this movie so much when everything I've seen the director do from this time period is like some of the best movies ever. Yeah. Uh, even Sofia Coppola is in this movie as one of the little girls, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Uh, um, because she's like a famous director now. So, but. pretty much going into this plot, I th- definitely first of all I hated the beginning. I'm gonna just say that right off the bat. I thought the beginning was so annoying. Oh, like him writing a book or whatever. No, no, no. Um, like the I think really just the scene of oh the movie theater. Yeah, the movie theater, the drive-in movie. Bro, honestly, I agree. I was like, I hate this Dal dude. Like he's yeah, Dal was like, so annoying. <laughs> I was so annoyed. I was like, just leave this chick alone. You're like harassing this girl for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. And I'm supposed to like him later. So I was like, this is not going to make me like him later. I did still end up liking him. Oh, dude, I love Dal. (laughs) Yeah, he ends up being one of my favorite characters. And I I think he has like a very cool art. Like I definitely had a moment where like, am I about to name my son Dallas? (laughs) Don't. Do not. (laughs) If you named him Dal, cool. Dallas, not cool. How is it different? Um, It's different. But- yeah, at first I kind of hated him, and then I ended up really liking him. Yeah. I don't know why. That scene should have been taken out. Literally, that just entire sequence of them being at the drive-ins was obnoxious. That's the only part of the movie that I actually hated. The rest of the movie I thought was great. And then that, that girl, like, leaves the movie until, like, the last three scenes. So I don't yeah. know I don't know what, what the point of that was. Maybe there's more in the book. There probably is. Well, that's but. what I was going to say. To me, I thought it was going to be an entire Romeo and Juliet like movie. It okay. Uh what's the one uh, the it's like Romeo and Juliet, it's a musical. Oh, uh West Side Story. This reminded me of West Side Story, especially the ending okay. when they're getting ready for the brawl. Yeah. The brawl part reminded me a lot of West Side Story. Cooler. Going into this uh <laughs> I didn't know what the plot was going into it. I thought it was a Western. Really? I thought it was going... I actually the Outsiders? Had, Doesn't that sound like a Western? Yeah, I had an idea that it was kind of going to be like a stand-by-me or what I expected The Breakfast Club to be. Just like high schoolers that are, you know, mm. all about... I see the stand-by-me comparison. I think that's yeah. a good comparison. Stand-by-me is one of my favorite movies. 
so it's so good. Oh yeah, so it's just like this whole thing where what is his name? Pony Boy likes this girl. He ends up walking her home, and then her brothers or her it's it her, just doesn't matter. What? No, that's her guy. I think that's her dude. Yeah, some some people that you know take hold of her are like, "Hey, leave her alone," and then we're like, "We're greasers and we're socias," which I'm imagining socias for socialist. Oh, I was thinking like socialites, you know, like the rich preppy kids. Oh, okay. Maybe. I don't think they're socialists. Yeah, probably not socialists. <laughs> that doesn't quite fit the, what's going on. Anyway, so they're, they're like the rich white kids and then the greasers like frat are like, boys almost. Yeah, that's what the socias are. Yeah. And the greasers aren't like frat boys. The greasers are like the reject kids, the poor kids. Or gang members. Yeah. Just, it's like their own little family. That's what I in my letterbox review. I was like, I love that they create their own little community mm-hmm. of family, because none of them have either. They don't have parents. They don't have good parents. Yeah, exactly. And so like, they're all surrogate fathers and brothers for each other, which is it's actually kind of sweet. So Pony Boy ends up like kind of beefing with these guys, and so does Ralph Macchio. They're kind of the main characters of this movie. I hate that flavor of Prime. That's the worst flavor. The mango, yeah, it's not bad. I ha- I like strawberry and uh, blue raspberry or whatever it is. It tastes like um, filming a dead body in the suicide forest. <laughs> um, I, Cut this that out. movie is so sweet. Yeah, no, leave it in, leave it in. <laughs> um, the people that get the reference will appreciate it. It feels like um, it tastes like filming a dead body. <laughs> The middle of this movie is so, like, sweet. Like, when yeah. they're just hanging out at the abandoned church, and he's like, can you read to me Gone with the Wind? I'm like, okay, are they going to date or what? But they have this sweet little, like, they're like, yeah, they're definitely like brothers. And Okay, but they go on the run just because cool. Ralph Macchio kills somebody. Murders, what, more than two people, right? He kills two people, I think. Uh, No, he just kills one. Oh, is it just one? Oh. Well, yeah. he he stabs someone to death. So, anyway, that's why they go on the run, him and Pony Boy, and the rest of this movie kind of feels random, but it also kind of works. It's very random. Yeah. Well, it's still building up to this final conflict between the Soches and the Greasers. Right, but I'm talking about, like, the fire. Like, that's such a random... The fire is just a random act of God, basically. Yeah. It fits the theme, though, because it leads into the idea of, like, Johnny thinking, like my life wasn't really isn't really worth anything saving those kids yeah that's that matters more than my own life cuz he probably is foreseeing like what his future is he's going to be a deadbeat like everyone else from the greasers <laughs> yeah so this movie i think i think i resonated with this movie a lot because i felt like you and i were kind of quote unquote outsiders i mean you and i were kind of popular in our groups but at the same time, in our own way, we were. I was definitely a group jumper, though, at times. Yeah, well, so was I. That's why I was popular because <laughs> I knew like yeah. all of the crew. We didn't have real friends. <laughs> exactly. Besides us, we were each other's friends. But um, but I feel like our main group of friends were quote unquote the outsiders, right? Like you, me, Chris Roscoe, Gabe. <laughs> oh gosh, all the Century Boys. Yeah. Um. So anyway, it's just like I resonated a lot with this movie. and I did too, man. It actually made me emotional. No, yeah. And then at the very end when there's a huge brawl, I was going to think of coming up with a meme when we release this episode and being like, I'm telling my friends <laughs> that th- – or telling my kids that this is Avengers Endgame. 
<laughs> Especially when Dow comes, <laughs> it like does. you're not Dude. gonna fight him without me. <laughs> That's like the equivalent. It was to such Thor a coming. good fight at the end, and yeah. it just immediately starts raining. Right, yeah. So all these like super jacked teenage boys are beating the crap out of each other. <laughs> um, yeah, but oh, th- something I wanted to say, yeah. before we before I forget. So, and I think I'm realizing, I think both times it was Emilio Estevez. So yeah. in Breakfast Club, he does this thing where he's just doing freaking flips and like. He, he t- smokes weed and then for some reason turns into Spider-Man. Yeah, exactly. And starts doing like somersaults and flips and stuff. I was like, that's such a weird <laughs> thing to put in this movie. But all right, let's just show off this dude's physical ability. Yeah, right. And then in this movie, when they're about ready to go to the brawl, he does like a handstand on the fence randomly in the <laughs> background and then like flips over it and then like does another flip into the car. And you're like, what is happening? I did not remember and it, I'm that. pretty sure it's him. That's yeah, so it's funny. so random. Um. Okay, but I think at the very end of this movie, the brotherhood of all of the greasers really comes out. And it's, like, way better than, like, the movie Grease or any other type of greasers that we see in Hollywood. Grease is like, definitely this is, a different thing, though. But they're still greasers. It's the same pi- time period. Yeah, but it's, like, making fun of this time period. Well, yeah, so. okay. But anyway. But this is, like, I think a really kind of, like, the band of brothers type of style or like the lost boys from peter pan something of that sort oh yeah Um, but i'd hang with these guys my the part that made me emotional is when pony boy finally is reunited with his brothers um patrick swayze i I, like i I did i legit teared up and i was like why am i tearing up at patrick swayze yeah because then like all of this stuff aside like the brother's like no we're gonna find a way to get you out of this like don't worry he's like i just love you he's like "I, i you know i've messed up and you feel that in well, because the whole reason he runs off too, at the beginning, is because Patrick pushes him like really hard. Yeah, and he's trying to apologize, and he runs off. So I think that he probably felt guilty. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, it's it's a great movie. I think this is my favorite movie of the eighties that we reviewed. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it was my favorite. The, okay. Also, spoiler alert. But Dal's final conclusion. Sad. It was so sad. Sad. Yeah. It was literally. And I also could feel like I felt anxious towards the end of the movie because I was like, something bad has to happen, Mm -hmm. and two of the best characters don't have a great ending. Yeah, exactly. It's really sad on both ends. But the it's tragic. But the uh, what's it called? The ending of it, like the explanation of the um, you know, of what what's his name tells him. What is his name? Stay Golden. Yeah, Stay Golden. Stay golden and how he boy. like describes what that is at the end of it. I was like, okay, that was good. That was a good like conclusion of oh, this entire movie. It's so good. I I really want to read the book now. Like this universe is super interesting to me. It feels very sweet. You know what? You should call me and read me the outsiders. And read it to you. <laughs> You know, I I was thinking I used to read stuff to you. Oh you, yeah, when, all the time. Do you remember, <laughs> there was like it was like some book you had to read for school, and you're like, I don't want to read it. And I was like, Oh, I'll read it for you. Yeah, you. I was like, Carson, will you it read like it for robe. me? And I, yes, the robe. Ew, gross. That was the worst. I just would summarize it for Daniel. Yeah, yeah but Carson good was book. the big reader. I hated book. reading. I got a book recommendation for y'all. If you're into uh, <laughs> what is into it? fantasy. The Mistborn Trilogy by Brandon Sanderson is lit. Interesting. Okay. It's lit. Yeah, if you're into fantasy, you know. All right, well, let's wrap this Anyways, one up. back to The Outsiders. 
Yeah, so I loved this movie. I want to watch it again. Yeah, I want to find the longer key. version. There, there's a 30 minute longer version that apparently the ending and the beginning are longer. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if it's better, but I'm gonna find it. I feel like those are the most you know. rushed parts of this movie, so that makes sense. The whole like him ride like riding all this out, that whole like motif is dropped within like a minute. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't come back until the last forty seconds of the yeah, movie. Exactly. And I was like, they could have saved that a little bit more. Yeah, but I feel like it would have been kind of like meet the Waltons if it was actually like that. It would have felt wrong. It would have felt like where the red fern grows or something. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. That they like, narrate the whole movie. That's a good movie, too. Yeah, but. it is. Okay, cool. So, guys, this movie, both of these movies, no, just this one is on um, Max. Yeah, the other one you have to find elsewhere. But they're relatively shorter movies. They're about an hour and a half, hour 40 movies. So, but perfect check, on time. Yeah, check out both of these ones. They are so good and enjoyable. And yeah, that that'll do it for our seventies, eighties. Sorry, that'll do it for our eighties. Yeah, we just finished decade. the eighties. Yep. Um, but then we'll be jumping into the nineties, starting not next week, but the week after. But hey, uh, so next week we have the end of beef. We have no, no, no. That's that is tomorrow. Is that this week? Yeah. Never mind. Next week we're gonna be talking about yeah, Tell dark them. mirror, black mirror. Yeah, so we're gonna. Black Mirror. I said Dark Mirror. <laughs> yeah, so for our new chit-chat, we're going to be covering Black Mirror, the new season there specifically. You don't need to keep up. Yes, yeah, so it's only five episodes. Um, some dark stuff goes on. Is it as good as previous seasons? We will discuss all of it. Um, and I'm sure we have some hot takes. I, I feel like we do for some reason. And uh, if you want, should I tell them what we're doing for the 90s? Just spill it off. Yeah, go ahead. So if you guys want to catch up and watch the 90s stuff ahead of time or watch along with us, we will be doing Batman Returns, the Tim Burton movie. <laughs> um, we will be doing The Truman Show, Jim Carrey, Fight Club, and Heat um, with Robert De Niro because Daniel looked up a different Heat that wasn't the right one. So I don't know what he watched. <laughs> I think I typed in The but, Heat. But, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so don't watch The Heat. Just watch Heat. But those are all, <laughs> I think, readily available. Yes. Um, so if you can find them, watch them, and we'll be talking about them soon. Yep. All right, guys, we will see you next time for the chit-chat. That's a clean slate.